0: Welcome to the Hall of Heroes Podcast, with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Uh, Empire Strikes Back?
1: Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side.
0: Fuck that man. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. blow. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll! And
2: welcome, everyone, back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman-Stubbs. And with me, as always, is our co-host with the co-most, Spencer Simpson. How you doing, bud?
3: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm doing pretty good, yeah. It was a chill week, uh, working a little bit, getting back into the groove of things, and now we're in full swing with Kids Camp uh, at work, and they are a handful, but I'm enjoying it still, so that's good. I haven't uh, given up on the idea of having children of my own uh, quite <laughs> quite yet, so I consider that a, a win.
2: <laughs> remember Manfort.
3: Yes, remember Manfort. I, what, was Four there anything second. after that? No. Was that just like, hey, by the way, remember Manfort.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, trust me. You don't need to say it. You really don't. Neither of (laughs) you need to say it. (laughs) I
3: started it. I didn't finish it.
2: (laughs) Before either of you get ready uh, to say the the HSF, you don't need to. (laughs) Um, Witness me. (laughs) Yeah, that was. uh, I, I didn't. Oh. Mike's here, by the way, for those of you who also listen to Back, Mike is in the corner right now. He's waiting uh, for
3: the food run that'll probably happen after yeah. this show. Yeah,
2: if not Subway than Sheets, because that's always open. We'll hit e- some up. But yeah, um, I'll talk about Midsummer on My Slice. So- so- so have we, uh, have we, we introduced were, him yet? No, we we're about to. Uh, <laughs> we we're also lucky enough to be joined by Travis Grossman on this lovely episode. What? Well, Soon I'll be
1: off the side cast and in the main cast list on the credits. <laughs> we're almost there. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, it, T-
1: me on, on give, the side character give it, contract. Give it like one more episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The way that TJ structures the intros, because there was a while we're on do-back. Oh, I don't care if I'm in the intro or not. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love having just, you on. We also I also <laughs> don't want to like make you think you have to be here every time. We love having you. Yeah. Um, no, TJ's thing normally is that he, for a while, there was like a three per, there was like three names in the do back intro. And he had tried it before where it was Jer- TJ Bowser, Jared Bachman Subs, and Logan LeVague. and, you know, TJ Bowser, Jared Bachman Subs, and Connor Chiquiti. It, in the context of the intro, sounds so fucking weird when there's three names. Like, there's something that's yeah. just prettier to the ear of. Jared Moggan Stubbs and Spencer Simpson, like I will admit
1: that is like and for this show's intro.
2: Yeah, like it, sure. it would like either something that would like fuck up the tempo of yeah. it to have like a third name in there. So for that much, but no, I feel like at this point, most people just frankly consider you part of the probably main the lineup. Odd. Yeah, I plan on being here often
1: if you have me. So
3: good,
2: good. We'll have
3: you every time you're available. Yeah,
2: just like this one with uh, Dubek, which he's pretty much accidentally become (laughs) contractually (laughs) obligated for.
3: Accidentally, yeah.
2: Um, Travis, how was your week, buddy? Oh, man, it was great. I I almost completely skipped two-thirds of Slice of Life and just started reading the first story. Not
0: gonna lie. I just
2: zoned out completely (laughs) and read the show notes and went, box office. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That one. Uh, I went up to Toledo, Ohio, and Detroit for three days, yeah, and had a blast playing teenagers' card games with old friends. <laughs> nice.
2: Had a near death experience, from what I saw.
1: Oh, oh, god. So, yeah, five hour drive there and back. First time ever making a drive that long by myself. Nothing bad happened. I was very surprised. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course, the running
1: joke of being yeah, I'm going to on vacation to Detroit. What could go wrong? (laughs) So we get to the convention center. We sign up. We get put in the queue for our first draft. We sit down. We talk to the judge. We get our packs. Crack pack one. Oh, we're playing Magic the Gathering. I guess I didn't clearly specify. Playing Magic the Gathering. We crack pack one to start drafting. And the lights in the convention center just go out, Go out completely. Like it is pitch black in the center. And normally it'd be like, "Oh man, something went weird with the power," but we're in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't externally show fear, but I was certainly freaking out in my mind that something horrible was about to happen. Naturally, I wouldn't. I don't blame you for that. I would be slightly uh, scared as well. And then the lights came on, and we first picked two removal spells, and came in second in the draft. It was pretty rad. Hell yeah! Uh, overall, yeah, I had a I had a great time. If you play Magic the Gathering and you've never been to a Magic Fest. Uh, highly recommend it. It is such a fantastic time, especially now that, like, so much stuff you can do on demand. Before, like, so years ago you had to wait. Uh, certain drafts and events were, like, scheduled out at certain times. And they would just fill that many queues. But now you can just you go, you pay, you sign up, and you get thrown in a pot of eight or four or whatever. And the event you want to fire fires. And it's way simpler and way easier to plan around. So much fun. Awesome. Great times. Sounds like a yeah, good Yeah, I didn't I didn't
3: know you were that into MTG I dabble. I I'm a little too into it. Well, uh, there is no
2: such thing I, as being too into something.
1: I think at this point my collection might be worth four figures.
2: Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Do you have the black lotus? I no. Christ no. Um if I bought a lotus it would be like ripped in half, but it could still be played in the sleeve. I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. <laughs> I almost looked at original dual lands, and those are like a couple hundred a pop. Oh wow! So almost.
2: That's crazy, almost. man. That's crazy. I love that, though. I love
1: that for you. It's uh, it's great. Uh, Jared, how was your week?
2: My week was fun. Uh, like I said on Dewback, we, uh, my brother and father and I saw Spamilton uh, yesterday at the time of this recording. Uh, really funny parody of um, Hamilton and of the concept of Lin-Manuel Miranda as a whole. Was very. This is a very big just kind of farce about, again, the concept of Hamilton, the concept of Lin-Manuel, and just the concept of Broadway, period. Um, if any of you at home, I know these two knuckleheads are very familiar, are uh, aware of the... Uh, Netflix special, Oh, Hello, Mm -hmm. starring John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. It is very much Hamilton, but Oh, Hello is the best way I could describe it. It is very funny. Um, Anybody who gets the opportunity to see Spamilton should jump on that opportunity if you love Hamilton Broadway and stuff like that. Uh, We also, this weekend, uh, Spencer, Joel, and Levi and I all saw... Um the new Ari Aster flick Midsummer. Spencer how 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 did you feel about Midsummer? It was a
3: mistake.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was
3: like I typically handle horror flicks pretty well <coughs> to begin with. Um and I sat through the first Ari Aster movie,
2: Hereditary.
3: Hereditary yeah. and was like Maybe a little messed up, but I was still pretty cool about it. You know, I was good. But, like, coming out of this one, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Why? Why?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I – of us for horror movies, I think I have, like, the strongest, like, mental capacity and stomach to just watch some really awful shit and, like, come out the other end and being able to shake it off fairly easier than most of you guys I came out of this just as fucked up as everybody else. Like, we got into the parking lot and I started apologizing. <laughs> it was bad. Like, I was like, I'm really sorry, guys. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Um, for those of you who have not heard this story, I think I hesitated to tell it because I didn't want to spoil for Joel in case he was listening that it was Ari Aster. Uh, last July, Hereditary came out. I, it was not on my radar at all. And then I saw Chris Stuckman do a review for it and gave it an A plus and was using language like our generation's exorcist. And I was like, holy shit, because I'm not a horror guy, because like you're a said, movie guy, I'm a movie guy, you know, and you, didn't, you wouldn't pass
3: up something like that.
2: No, no. And that's my thing is like when I know a horror movie is good, I am so excited for it because I love a good movie that can scare the shit out of me. Um, you know, if someone to asked me my favorite horror movies, I'd probably say Get Out, Us, Hereditary, and Midsommar. <laughs> Those are like the four that I really fucking like. Because they're the kind of horror that makes you think and it gets inside your head. Um, that are also beautifully shot. Uh, we went to see Hereditary, and I didn't know just how scary it was going to be. I also knew that Joel and Levi were not horror mystery people thriller people themselves so we came out of that during the movie joel was literally holding onto my arm for a good bit of it during hereditary <laughs> um and levi was periodically just looking over at me and just just mouthing the words fuck you mm-hmm. um <laughs> made, like sheer terror have you seen hereditary no <laughs> oh we got a new victim oh god oh, god. Am, oh man my
1: Poor thing with trans. horror movies is that they they scare me but it's only the initial, like, oh, shit, that was spooky. And then I'm like, ah, but it's a horror movie. There's none
2: of that in Hereditary. It is, like, that. It, it is disturbing. It's stressful. Yeah, it's a very suspenseful movie. It's a very... I gotcha. Um, like, it's not just, like, spooky thing happens. It's you watch horrifying thing happen over the course of the movie, pretty much. Um, I
1: usually find it hard to watch, because, like horror movies of course if you're saying it's our generation's exorcist it might be different it probably is different but like i just find such a problem with oh it's a formula i find this funny you know that i love super is, there movies. is no formula <laughs> i love superhero movies and i'm like yeah horror movies follow too much of a formula but this is, yeah, there
3: is there is no formula
1: and <laughs> maybe i'll have to check it out
2: oh it's a good time i want to watch it with you oh lord um yeah, I was going to say, we could all get together and be like, Joel's like, not to fucking watch it ever again. I don't
1: want to watch it
3: ever again.
2: It um, was just mean. <laughs> I meant Hereditary, not Midsummer.
3: Oh, Hereditary, I'd watch again.
2: <laughs> you would never go anywhere near. Um, no, but Midsummer, everyone walked out of the theater super unsettled. Um, <laughs> Levi, when the credits started, like, got up from his seat and ran out of the theater, <laughs> which is the funniest part to me. Um, what was uh? I remember coming out of the movie like we're driving down the hill away from AMZ and like you out loud just go, "I don't think I'm ever seeing another Ari Aster movie." <laughs> like you, like in that moment, like it completely wrote him off.
3: It like, just got worse, and by not like worse in quality by any means, but like worse in the. I just my my I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't handle what this entails.
2: I mean, maybe in like a year or two, if he makes another flick. You might be prepared to go back down the rabbit hole. I like seeing these movies with you guys. There is something... There is, like, a really weird sense of satisfaction I get. <laughs> That's the way you come through a room sometimes. I'm, like, waiting for anything. Um No, like, there's just, like, a weird satisfaction I get from, like, all of us having this very terrifying communal experience, <laughs> especially with Midsummer, where all of us are just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, but yeah, that was my slice of life. and Very good. It was a good time. With that, we're going to move right along into, uh, I mean, we didn't miss a week, but we did miss a week of news, kind of, uh, because last week, obviously, was our Spider-Man Far From Home review. Uh, be sure to check that out if you have not already. But, uh, from Collider, we have... <laughs> Homecoming
1: yet? We're oh. talking box office, but not spoilers. Okay. Just yeah. Do it, just just, just, just say box like office stuff. spoilers, then I'll. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That that'll be our last thing we talk about. Oh, okay. Spoilers for Far yeah, From okay. Home. Thank you.
0: Um.
2: So, uh, this is Ali Jamil from Collider. Weekend box office: Spider-Man: Far From Home, and Toy Story 4. When and Stuber sputters. As far as box office totals are concerned. The second weekend of July was won by web-slinging teenager and a toy cowboy. Spider-Man Far From Home has earned $45 million domestically over the course of the weekend, bringing its two, uh, two-date total up to $274.5 million. Even more jaw-dropping is its worldwide total, which comes to over $847 million with the help of a foreign box office total of uh, 572.5 million. this is far from home second week in theaters which means a superhero sequel has a high likelihood of crossing the 1 billion dollar mark I mean the honestly, rest is about Toy Story and Stuber, yeah. Um. which we've talked enough about Toy Story at this point between on <laughs> Um. yeah uh, you know very straightforward story on that one but very exciting. Uh, I know I've mentioned this before, that there's kind of been that weird sense of paranoia that, like, ooh, after Endgame, people are going to drop off, people are going to stop caring. Spider-Man's doing well. I and mean, it is Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah I mean, it right. is a, he's an easily like, bankable character.
3: And like we've been saying, it's the kind that you can count on as a nice palate cleanser after yeah. something like Endgame. especially, yeah. That'll make you go, oh, whew, okay, there is a story left investing in, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly, mm-hmm. um, especially with how far from how it ends, which we won't say because well, you over just here. Say
3: just tell me to get
2: out. No, you're good. We're not, I'm get just saying, out. like it's yeah. Um so there's a lot to gnaw on. Uh, doesn't look like the MCU is slowing down anytime soon, which is good for both um, our taste and film and the existence of this fucking show.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we still got jobs,
2: boys. We still have a fucking podcast. Um but moving right along uh, Spencer, I am giving this story all to you. What's John Wick story? Well, was it <clears throat> Captain America? Oh, yes, and- of
3: course. So this is coming from The Wrap. Uh, John Wick, creator Derek Kolstad, boards Marvel's Falcon and Winter Soldier limited series exclusive. So uh, this, again, coming from the article. John Wick creator Derek Kolstad has joined the writing team on Falcon and Winter Soldier the limited series from Marvel Studios. Um, the series stars Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, reprising their big screen roles as Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, and Bucky Bournes, the, Barnes, the Winter Soldier, respectively. Bournes. Bucky, Bucky
2: Bournes? Bournes. Buc- Bucky Bournes. <laughs> it sounds like Gilfly's saying Bucky Bournes. Eh? Charmed, I'm sure I'm Bucky Bournes, and I am Samuel Wilson.
3: <laughs> Charmed, I'm sure. Eh, all right. So... Um, we already we already knew that.
0: It <laughs> uh,
3: another one of our famous turns. <laughs> this is now an Olo oh <laughs> podcast. Okay, you it's on Netflix, just watch it. It's oh, t- so it's, it's so, so, worth so it. fucking funny. It's so worth it your time. so
2: funny. When that first came out, I like I think I spent like a good week just rewatching Oh. <laughs>
3: Uh, So, um, the show itself (laughs) is likely to feature Sam Wilson as he adopts and refines his mantle of uh, the Captain America, S.H.I.E.L.D., and and Persona. Um, Also, with uh, Emily Van Camp and uh, Daniel Bruhl uh, uh, said to uh, reprise their roles as Shannon Carter and Helmut Zemo, also uh, receptively... Not respectively, receptively. Are you catching
2: this? <laughs> I didn't catch that. No. So Emily oh, Van yep. Camp and Daniel
3: Brühl as is it is it Brühl or Brühl? I think it's Brühl as Sharon Carter and Helmut Zemo receptively. Um, so basically, the writer from uh, the John Wick phenomenon. Um, and Keanu, who's been getting a lot of yeah. a lot of love recently, As he um, Derek Kolstad is hopping on on the the writing team for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so we can count on a lot of really uh, really great action sequences. Um, some great we stories more of behind a it. To watch this. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we, we need more of, more of reason. a reason.
2: Now, Spencer, have you seen any of the John Wick movies?
3: I saw one of them, but I was like. I'm pretty sure I was on pain meds at the time so I don't remember much of yeah. it yeah
2: <laughs> okay
1: uh, Travis I've only seen a, like you know when someone's doing a video they're like and here's why John Wick has great action scenes and they break down were I'm you sorry. watching the yeah. full
2: fat videos one yeah oh okay He uh, starting me as a full fat kind of guy that's, a, that's offensive <laughs> <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight it says the right. biggest guy <laughs> in the room shut up <laughs> I'm allowed to make fat jokes I'm an oppressed class <laughs> You're one step higher on the progressive stack. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but no, I have—I uh, don't think I've watched what you're talking about, and I have not actually watched a full John Wick
2: movie. Okay, I've only seen the first one. I've never gotten a chance to see the second or third one yet. That said, with everything I know about the John Wick franchise and the action therein, I am so excited to hear that like this is the kind of action we can expect. Um, I know how imaginative this man is with the way that the fight choreography is shot and set up. Um, so the idea of like seeing the ki- that kind of imagination come to Falcon using his wingsuit as a weapon or the way that Bucky fights, you know maybe like a flashback to like his winter soldier days to really see like some just guttural vicious shit from Bucky because um, you're on TV and you're the fuck you want yeah. this time. Um that really excites me. Like this is probably like one of my favorite stories on the list today is hearing that we're gonna it's get the winter soldier as directed by the John Wick guy. So yeah. Uh moving on along. Travis, do you wanna tackle this next one? Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, 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 I it just makes
1: me sad talking about the DCU. I, <laughs> I am such a DC fanboy. Like, I, ha- I made fun of DC Universe and then bought a year of it. <laughs> and like, I
2: love that. I made fun of it but
1: bought it anyway. Because, well, like, Titans is dog shit, but the rest of it's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> I've not watched Doom Patrol yet, but I hear good things I about it.
1: I haven't watched any of them. <laughs> I, I don't want to. But I might. I don't know. Uh, this coming from Entertainment Weekly, uh, IT Chapter 2 director in talk to Helm Ezra Miller's The Flash movie, which I didn't know still existed.
2: Well, <laughs> we can get into the story and history of this. Yeah.
1: So Warner Bros. long in development Flash feature may have finally found a director. Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that IT and IT Chapter 2 director Andy Muschietti? Yeah, Muschietti is in talks to direct Ezra Miller's version of the Scarlet Speedster on the big screen. An official offer has not been made yet, but if it goes through, his sister Barbara Muschietti will join as a producer too. The Hollywood Reporter was the first to break the news. At this point, the Flash movie has gone through multiple directors since it was announced back in 2014. In 2015, it had Seth Graham Smith from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and he left in 2016, <laughs> and was replaced by Dopes Rick. Famuiwa, Fum- uh, uh,
2: hold on. I was on. I was on another Fumuiwa? article that had like more of. A, I didn't realize My, this one had a list of everyone who came before. Yeah, it actually does. Uh, uh, Famuiwa looks. Yeah, right. Famui. F- Famu-yaw? I can't remember how to say it. I heard someone uh, read it before. Rick. <laughs> yeah, Rick, who directed Dope. Uh, who also stepped
1: down, and then in January 2018, Spider-Man Homecoming scribes John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein jumped on board to direct and pen a script, and they recently and voluntarily decided to exit <laughs> as well. because it's Over
2: the dreaded creative differences. <laughs>
1: Uh, the movie is also getting a new script in March. Miller, who reportedly wanted a darker take, sweet Jesus, please no, on the speedster than that than what and Goldstein had planned, joined forces with legendary comic book writer Grant Morrison to write a new script. Jim Morrison.
2: Wait, I, I just got to interrupt for a second. Let go. And I know, like, you and I had this conversation whenever the whole Grant Morrison thing happened to begin with. This is before you were on. Yeah. That like. A, no, we do not need a dark Flash movie. No. Seriously, B, we don't. B, we don't need a dark acid trip of a Flash movie if Grant Morrison is involved. Like, if he wants to do some, like, weird time travel shit, and maybe this is how you save the DCEU by doing Flashpoint Paradox, and Grant Morrison does some weird shit, cool. But we do not only, need it to...
1: Only if I get Tom Selleck as uh, Thomas Wayne. <laughs> I need oh. it. I need
2: okay. it. Okay. Okay. I see you.
1: I need it. <laughs> um so Miller and Morrison's script got turned down in May. And Oh wait. According to HR, Warner Brothers turned down Miller and Morrison's script in May and is currently considering Bumblebee and Birds of Prey writer Christina Hodson to take a stab at it. So who knows? Maybe by like 2025 Ezra Miller <laughs> might be on screen as the Flash in his own movie. We're See, still...
2: I was about to make a joke and say 2024, so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm more hopeful the Flash yeah, than you are. <laughs> I,
1: I'm kind of hoping Joker opens their eyes, and I, I'm not saying can Ezra Miller, but, like, they just kind of start doing solo takes for a bit that are separate. Oh, man. Because, like... It could work. Man, it could I do want...
3: wonders for the...
1: I want good live-action DC movies. I need it. We all do. But, like...
0: I need it!
2: Well, like, I don't... I I was not able to have anybody, like, fact-check how accurate it was. So I'm not 100% sure if it's, like, legit legit. But I heard a leak that came out of Birds of Prey that they're not doing Ewan McGregor's Black Mask as, like, the traditional version of um, Roman Sionis. Where apparently he is, quote, again, I'm not sure this is like 100% accurate, but that allegedly he's flamingly gay, which, cool, do gay black mask. I don't, you know, it, yeah, it, black agree. mask being straight has nothing to do with black mask's character. But flamingly gay black mask who's after a bunch of diamonds that have dicks drawn on the inside. What Mm. the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Mm. Where did you hear this rumor? It was... I'm in the... I'm in a... I'm in like the... A a Facebook group. I may not be allowed to... It's none of the Facebook groups I've been talking about. Okay. And I tried to get actual info. That could have just been someone like making fun of how ridiculous Birds of Prey already looks. But the fact that I could say that and everyone in the room go, that sounds like it could happen. Yeah. I mean, it says a lot about the DCEU and everything that we have ex- in our. Fuck article. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, that's not canon, but it yeah. may as well be. Which is in our intro. Which yeah, you, you <laughs> didn't notice that for I didn't the longest notice.
1: time. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Oh, my God.
2: So, yeah. Um, Andy Muschietti is an interesting pick. Uh, I haven't seen
1: it, but the, the first it was, was pretty fabulous. That's what people
2: said. Yeah, his stock and train so far has been mostly horror movies, which is interesting. Now, granted, can't shit on it because James Gunn did mostly horror stuff, Sam Raimi did mostly horror stuff, and we got iconic Guardians of the Galaxy and iconic Spider Man movies from them. So, maybe horror people have this really weird, like, flip side to their coin where it's, like, really disturbing evil shit, flip it around, like, bright, flowery superheroes. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to pass judgment. I like Andy Muschietti's work. I am open to whatever he might be able to bring to the table. <laughs> yeah,
1: my problem isn't with him by any means. I th- If he can do a great job. Then... Yeah. Go for this it. is the best yeah, news we've heard in the yeah, Flash saga getting while. this
2: movie made, But yeah, that's very it's a very interesting story. I think Muschietti's an interesting pick. Uh, but yeah, very excited to hear that and see what happens with it. Um, Spencer, you are the best with stories like this and being able to pick out what is good to talk about. So I'm going to pass the next one about Hall H to you, and just comment. Okay.
3: Uh, All right. So this coming to you from San Diego, uh, courtesy of Screen Rant, the best movie and TV panels and what to expect from them coming in later. Or uh, yeah, San Diego kicks off the 17th Uh, next. Next Wednesday. That's tomorrow. Today.
2: That doesn't sound right. Yeah,
3: it's, yeah, it's two days yeah. from now. So San Diego kicks off in two days, and yesterday by
2: the time you hear this, yeah,
3: yesterday by the time you hear this, it'll it'll be kicked off, and it'll hopefully bring us all kinds of fabulous news. Next week is going to be one heck of a heck of a long yeah. episode, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so just monster. at a cursory look, we can look forward to um, the. Sixth edition to the Terminator franchise. Technically only the third,
2: because you're supposed to pretend that three, four, and five never happened.
3: (laughs) And you Um, watch that.
0: Um,
3: So yeah, we can look forward to or not look forward to, depending on your (laughs) opinion. Um, The next Terminator movie uh, starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Linda Hamilton, Mackenzie Davis, Natalie Reyes, Gabriel Luna, Gabriel 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 Luna, yeah. and director Tim Miller. So uh, expect fame. a trailer from that. Um, also coming up in Marvel games uh, on Thursday, we'll get some news about uh, the upcoming Marvel uh, Alliance game, or is it just Marvel?
2: it's Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance?
3: Marvel yeah. Ultimate yeah. Alliance three. Which looks pretty fabulous, all except uh, Captain I, America's well, No, that's that,
2: that's that shitty Avengers game. Oh, what the heck? It yeah. might not be shitty, guys. Please. I mean, it looks, no, the the designs look terrible. I right. Oh, um, the designs look pretty, pretty mad. I mean, I'm cool here. I'm cool here. I'm cool here. I'm cool here. What the fuck are those hockey pads? I, I agree. <laughs> hey, he dies. He dies really See, early I on. I don't care. Do, so. do you really think he died? Um, I don't know. What time is this panel?
3: Right? Uh, this panel's at 1:30, this one thirty. So it'll be four uh, thirty. Four thirty for us. Oh uh, ooh,
0: wait, no, I don't work
3: Thursday. night. Four thirty on Thursday. Um, so we can look forward to some uh, footage, uh, probably a trailer, most likely some gameplay as well. Yep. From the upcoming Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, from uh, Marvel's Iron Man virtual reality game, and from Marvel's Avengers. Uh, that is the game with the hockey pad, uh, <laughs> Captain America. Uh, but next up, coming from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., another panel on Thursday, this time at 6.30 p.m. for Eastern Standard People. Uh, it's getting its first ever Hall H panel with stars Clark Gregg, Ming-Na Wen, Chloe Bennett, Elizabeth Henstridge, uh, Ian Day Kastecker. Yep. Nice. Uh, Henry Simmons, Natalie Cardabova Buckley and Jeff Ward in attendance, um, along with the exec producers, um, Marissa Tancher, Tisha Rowan, Tancher, Tancherone, Rowan, Jed Whedon, Jeff Bell, and Jeff Loeb. Expect some sneak peeks about the upcoming season six finale, as well as teases for season seven.
2: I am so. I know, I know that, they, that this isn't a comic book thing. Um, this show is going to be fucking amazing. It has like every good actor on the planet in it, including Lin Manuel Miranda, really? his dark materials. I am going to be all over this. Interesting. Show. What have
3: I seen her in recently?
2: That's Laura from. Logan. Yes, you're right. Sex yeah. 23. Shoot,
3: I forgot to bring that back to you.
2: That's okay. I don't hey, know, I mean, um,
3: in case we never did, we ever
2: we never anything? talked about the fact that you've seen Logan and Venom already. That's right.
3: Oh wow. So yeah, so, he cranked those like, out. three weeks ago. It got out <laughs> that mm-hmm. I had not yet seen Venom or yeah Logan, and I mean, in the course of the next two days, I watched both of them just for in half. So got beat on Venom, so. You know, just a quick sidebar because, you know, I don't think it was supposed to be amusing, <laughs> but just like, just the way that Tom Hardy react, like interacts with the, with the Venom symbiote in the movie, just like the way he delivers his lines. I'm just like, <laughs> that's <is> funny. <laughs> he just, he's just, is not, I don't know if Can he's, if he means to be like just charmingly be, funny but he is i think it's
2: supposed to be like in that whole movie i think it's supposed to be somewhat funny but i don't think it's supposed to be as like ha ha he jumped in the fish tank and is eating the lobster's head um i hate to put you <laughs> yeah, in this situation Spencer. i didn't laugh at that but i thought yeah. I, I was pissing my pants because of how it was ridiculous the pants. wrong kind of funny, right yeah What did you think about your Lord and Savior, um, Woody Harrelson, in his Uh, fucking uh, Napoleon Dynamite wig uh, in the uh, prison scene?
3: It was pretty cringy. It was really cringy, And and like, I just, I had been saying that like, (laughs) I know, I've been saying, you know, like, you know, Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy, these are two actors that I've like never been disappointed in their performance that was it was a little cheesy all right i'm not gonna lie it was it was pretty cringy but i look well, <laughs> I, I i await with eagerness the possibility of seeing him in a feature film as opposed to in a end credit scene can i take another
1: sidebar to tell you my logan story sure
3: really quick. oh yeah because you so, didn't actually have yeah. the
2: story without
1: I didn't spoiling. did spoil for him. you right right right, so right 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 now that you hey now that you've seen logan it's a masterpiece right oh i love it yeah it's so good So the ending is very sad, and I am not sentimental to the X-Men, but even I was, like, tearing up in the theater, right, when I saw it, and especially, like, you know, they bury him, they turn the cross into an X, and it's like, damn, this is hitting home, like, this is the end of an era, like, X-Men really started something, and here we are, and I'm fighting back tears, and it cuts to credits, and I hear some woman behind me go, wow, that was really sad. <laughs> and i went from almost crying to going ha! <laughs> in this, the is really, this is really loud ha! Like,
2: that's you Logan know, you know, I, don't,
3: I don't i don't frequently cry in like theaters or whatever but the thing that like almost got me sort of teary was uh the johnny cash song at the end when the man comes around oh yeah it was just like oh that's like so logan's style yeah. I love it.
2: I appreciate it. Oh, I absolutely loved everything yes. about that movie. Um, but yeah. Back to, uh, San
3: Diego. Back, back to San to Diego. Diego.
2: So San Diego. On, as Ron <laughs> Burgundy would say.
3: Coming on Friday the 19th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we've got a panel all about Avengers Endgame. Uh, going back to the very start of writing it with the screenwriters Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely as they chat. Uh, to uh, Story, editor-in-chief Jeff Goldsmith about the challenges of writing uh, the two epic superhero movies back-to-back, um, extensive discussion on Infinity War and Endgame both, including some potential behind-the-scenes footage, concept art, and alternative endings or deleted scenes. Um, in that same vein, uh, at 2 o'clock, so one hour after the uh, screenwriters panel there will be a panel featuring the russo brothers Um, a discussion again about the process of writing and directing avengers 3 and 4 and the enormous undertaking of the two films anthony and joe russo will talk about their journey with marvel and what lies ahead for the production uh, company and they also teased on twitter that they will be showing some kind of footage. But they have not given any hints as to what kind of footage that might be.
2: Are we jackasses for maybe hoping and praying that it's a uh, Morgan Stark deleted scene again? I don't think.
3: <laughs> <If, laughs> I mean, I didn't get to see the re-release. If it wasn't in that, then it hopefully no. it was, you know. It
2: yeah. was a Professor Hulk deleted scene.
3: That's it? Yeah.
2: It was like him right before.
1: Um, it's him getting the call to go see Steve and Nat and uh, Scott. Like he's saving people and then he, he finishes saving kids from a building and he gets a phone call and it's them calling him to come talk to them about figuring out. Oh how in to the travel. diner or
3: whatever.
2: Yeah, you're yeah. like they're like, who's he's like, someone wants to see me? Who? Steve Who? <laughs> Credits.
3: All right. Um, we've got some stuff about Fear of the Fear of the Walking Dead. And They've the Walking got, Dead and, yeah. <laughs> and The Walking Dead. Um, fear of the Walking Dead will have a panel on Friday at three the Walking Dead will get its panel at 4. Some inside looks with uh, the cast and producers. Um, and we don't cover Walking Dead that much on Not really, air. But no. if, the, if you're into that, check it out. I'm sure
2: there will be some do back coverage of yeah, it somewhere. Yeah. Same thing with The Witcher.
3: Um, so yeah, The The Witcher, Netflix original series. Uh, the panel for that will be at 5.15 uh, on Friday. Based on the books by oh jeez, Andres Sapkowski.
1: I'm proud. <laughs> well of you done.
3: Tried. And the video games uh, by CD Projekt Red, um, getting a big showcase this year at San Diego. No guests have been confirmed for the panel yet, uh, but we can expect probably to see Henry Cavill and Lauren S. Hisrich. Um, as well as some supporting cast members. Um, no trailer yet has been released, so first footage will almost certainly be making its debut at San Diego.
2: We are going kind to of talk about this next one.
3: It looks really good. Is that the... Is this the,
2: the? That's the guy who's in Soul Calibur Six. That's, that's the guy I yeah, like so yeah. much.
3: He is the only character that I like
1: to play in Soul Calibur Six. Geralt.
2: I keep <laughs> wanting
1: to pick up The Witcher 3 when it goes on sale, and then I'm like, I don't have the time to play Dude. The Witcher 3.
2: Yeah, no, Armin from Comic Book Cast. He talks on Twitter all the time about how much of a like it's Absolute a great game. He said he yeah. said it's one of the best games in the in the past ten years. But like, if you're gonna play The Witcher, you gotta have the time. Like, to Like your Witcher. life revolves around The Witcher now. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I've seen it happen to my roommates. So. <laughs>
3: So, next up, after The Witcher, we've got The Boys. The panel for Amazon's new series will be on Friday at 6.30 Eastern Time. uh, And it will... uh, The comic series is based on the comic series... The the show, excuse me, is based on the comic series by Garth Ennis. Gareth. No, Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. And it will cast members Carl Urban from Lord of the Rings and Ragnarok fame, uh-huh. uh, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty, Laz Alonzo, Laz uh, Chase Crawford, Tomer, Kappen, Tomer Capone, Tomer Capon, and Karen Fukuhara. Um, they will all be in attendance, and they'll be joined by the exec producers, Eric Kripke, uh seth rogan and jesse t usher along with uh, elizabeth shu uh, so you can probably pro- we're, we're probably going to get a final trailer for this and maybe a confirmation of season two as well next up game of thrones on friday at 8 30 uh it may be over but it's doing a quick victory lap at They're San Diego. Brave. At a, yeah. According to They're Screen Rant. They're fucking brave having
2: this panel at all age. Very brave. Are we going to have another for, April
3: Fool's joke f- comment? For a Q&A session, this is going to be carnage. Gonna, <laughs> there's going to be carnage.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy to hear you finally say it.
3: So, uh, But fans but can expect it. to see cast members Jacob Anderson, John Bradley, Nicolaj, Koster, Wow, wow Waldeau, Gee Jamie Lannister <laughs> Jamie Lannister <laughs> Liam Cunningham <laughs> Natalie Emmanuel, <laughs> Ian Glenn uh, Conleth Hill Maisie Williams and Isaac Hempstead right. <laughs> Um Isaac Hempstead. the director of several episodes including Battle of the Bastards and the Bells. Miguel Sapo <laughs> they're picking
2: like all the motherfuckers are gonna fucking stone to
3: death I know this is gonna be real bad
1: so you guys wanna tune in for a public execution <laughs>
3: gonna be bad um so let's just move there's, there's gonna to be there's on. gonna be
2: a game of thrones just style fucking beheading of right like
3: but uh we will probably get snippets of a glimpse from the upcoming game of thrones prequel series uh which began filming last month and actually i read something about uh, just a real quick thing about something george R. 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 martin had said about uh, the uh,
2: setting george R.
1: R. Martin, uh, yes um uh, when i created the character um i i, I envisioned the iron throne uh, made, made
2: uh, <laughs> I, it's like, warm of our Rings I'm, I'm, with titties
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm mrs puff's uh, actual husband
2: ditch the goonies got a couple boobies
1: because that's pretty
3: hot did you
2: watch the new battle by the way no i didn't
3: I, I love this voice. It's like,
2: George Carlin versus Richard Pryor. Oh, but it's one geez. of those ones that turn into a bunch of other people. Oh, wait, wait, oh,
3: there's, there's still us
2: to grab that one? Yeah, the new one just came out the other day. It's George Carlin versus Richard, <sighs> Richard Pryor <sighs> versus Bill Cosby oh, versus Joan geez. Rivers versus Robin Williams. <laughs> it's really good. Yep. Oh, dude, they they clearly made a decision like, we're going to dedicate most of this battle to ripping Bill Cosby apart. Yeah. And that's okay. And yeah. that is a great yeah, it's decision. Like, it's like
3: a Hitler versus Vader thing. Like you gotta do it. Yeah. I still yeah. have not pulled out my DVD copy of himself because I can't bring myself. No, nope. I
2: tried it. to do it before. I literally had it on the disc tray and pulled it back out. I was like, I can't like, I like the, it's hard. I, I can't be entertained by it. Like I was watching. It's a shame because it's the most. It's such a good special. special.
0: It's such a I've good special. Seen.
3: But anyway, we digress. Yeah. So we can, but uh, George R. R. Martin said a little bit about the setting of the show. He said this is going to be long before. No, uh, no, I can't. That's that's one impression I haven't yet mastered.
2: I love Um, also. I love how our George R. R. Martin is like just slightly squeakier than George Lucas. (laughs)
1: uh, It's more like you know, kind of like what you'd expect in a carnival, like uh, what you'd expect somebody at the fair to sound like.
2: Yeah. Lord of the Rings with are It's like poetry. It rhymes. It's like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's just higher pitch. It's it's right. higher pitch, yeah. But George R. R. Martin says that we can expect... Um, that, you know, this show is going to take place before there were seven kingdoms. It'll take place before there are six kingdoms. It'll take place um, whenever there's like a hundred kingdoms scattered throughout Middle Earth. I mean, uh, Westeros. <laughs>
2: Did you do <laughs> that intentionally? Yeah, yeah, of okay. course.
3: <laughs> um, Uh, like it's going to be a lot more small scale and it's going to be centered around the Starks because allegedly the Targaryens and the Lannisters have not yet even settled as a house. In fact, um, the Lannisters' home castle of Casterly Rock is going to be inhabited by the Casterlies So there's an yeah, actual right. house. Wait, wait actual... is this set before the Conquest? Oh, it's way before. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so we can look forward to some cool backstory stuff and whatnot. Uh, but moving right along, um, we have a Star Trek Universe panel at 2.30 on Saturday the, th- the 20th. Um, and this will... A Trek fan. Good time to be a Trek fan. 90 minute presentation covering the third series of Star Trek Discovery, uh, as well as Star Trek Picard, a new animated series. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks.
2: Oh, I thought they were calling Picard animated. I'm like, they're fucking no, 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 poster of no, Picard. No. Star
3: Trek Picard and the new an- sorry, I was a bad phrase. No, you're good. New animated series, Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, Discovery Star uh martin green will be in attendance um alongside the exact producers and uh they should offer us uh, an exclusive look at the upcoming series and maybe some thing in the realm of some video footage perhaps in some that capacity. exciting that is
2: exciting to people who are not me
3: yeah and i am happy for Same. the trekkies way to go friends Westworld 3 will have its panel at 4.15 on Saturday. I didn't know uh, that was in the show. HBO's uh, sci-fi series, Westworld, is set to return for its third season in 2020, uh, so fans can get an early look at the, the next chapter of that. It'll feature cast members Thandie Newton, Aaron Paul, Tessa Thompson, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, and Jeff Le- Jeffrey Wright. Maybe I'll have to actually watch the show if Aaron
1: Paul's in it. Yeah, I'll watch anything with him in it. <laughs> um, it's said to focus <laughs> Me mainly with Adam Driver.
3: <laughs> right. We should expect to get a first full length trailer for the third season, and uh, we it's gonna the season is supposedly going to focus mainly on Paul's character. So tune in for that. Now for the Arrowverse, this my shit. We got all kinds of panels, so stay tuned for the next five minutes as I read them. Batwoman will be at 1.30 p.m. on Saturday. All these panels are on Saturday. Batwoman will be at 1.30. Arrow at 6.30. Supergirl at 7.15. Black Lightning at 8.00 p.m. And The Flash at 8.45. So the CW's superheroes uh, are going to be dominating San Diego's Saturday panel. Um, Five panels, one for each of the shows. And you can look forward to some... Screening of the pilot episode for Batwoman, uh, some uh, information on Black Lightning, uh, some Q&A sessions regarding the newest Arrowverse material, and uh, notably absent from the lineup is a Legends of Tomorrow panel, uh, which is also returning for Season 5 this fall. How many more of these do we have? No.
1: Not many. Oh, okay. Supernatural. Okay
3: uh so scary stories to tell in the dark we'll have a panel on saturday at 7 p.m i personally don't have much stake in this one
2: i will be tuning into this one.
3: okay um <laughs> so you don't have to run
2: through it it's not like a comic book thing it's fine
3: yeah okay so for scary just just look for you'll see some exclusive footage from uh, a certain scene in the show show yep an exclusive scene in the show featuring a new monster—very interesting. The Marvel panel will be on Saturday at eight
2: fifteen.
3: Um, easily the biggest and most exciting panel of the weekend—a ninety-minute presentation to look over what is going to come in Phase Four. Big yeet! <laughs> uh, the official program offers little information, but Kevin Feige will be along the panel w- uh, to, with surprise panelists. That's very exciting. Black Widow has uh, been filming for some time. and It'll be the first of Marvel's 2020 releases, so we might get a trailer for that. Um, Good chance that we'll also get an unveiling of the upcoming slate for Phase 4 movies. Huge yeet, um, as they did for Phase 3 back in 2014. So tune in for a lot of really great things. Now for the DCU, the panel will be at 10 p.m., and it will, uh, its two hour presentation is dedicated to its original series programs uh, from Titans, Doom Patrol, Young Justice Outsiders, and a first look at the upcoming animated Harley Quinn series.
1: Well, Select, look forward to one of those. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Select producers and stars will be there, uh, plus some surprise announcements as well. And finally, Supernatural, which has no indication of when the panel will be, but. The incredibly long-lived fantasy horror series Supernatural is finally closing with its 15th season, and it is ready to go out in style at San Diego this year. The uh,
1: panel will include the series stars Uh, Jared Padalecki, Jensen Ackles, Misha, uh, Misha Collins, and Alexander Calvert. Thank you very much.
3: Along with the I used exec to watch producers, show quite a bit. and it promises to I do a special. You were special looking at me to make
2: a Jared joke, and then I realized you did not know how to say "Adalecki."
3: <laughs> Jared so many, the Big Moose I'm, Man. I'm
1: tired of putting in the effort at this point. That's fair. Um, but I'm surprised that Supernatural has gone this long.
2: Me yeah. the fuck too.
1: So
3: we can look forward to a special video presentation that is promised as long as a trailer for season 15.
2: Been in the life of Tenth Doctor and John Constantine cosplayers for 15 years.
3: Alright. So
2: finally Get out, Michael. We're talking about spoilers from Far From Home. We today. are
3: done with the news coverage and now for our probably brief but also very speculative topic involving Spider-Man Far oh. from Home! Oh. Oh giving Mike the plenty of time that? to exit the building before anything spoiled for him. Can you shut, shut the door? door? You
2: dipshit.
1: Jeez, don't be one of those talking heads in, in, in Azkaban.
2: You shut the damn door.
1: That wasn't Azkaban. That was Hogsmeade. <laughs> Hogsmeade. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: Good he's referring try. to the films I have book
1: Yeah, I mean still. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was the most like nerdy like it with (laughs) hug mead pushes up glasses
3: introduce this one for us would you please Okay. we are talking about Jared
2: (laughs) hashtag (laughs) where's Beck now as many of you remember Travis in our Hall of Heroes review of Far From Home introduced the idea that maybe Quentin Beck is still kicking around out there I still hold to this because of the,
1: uh, the fact that a couple of reasons, and I gave my yeah. main one, but the other one.
2: You want to reiterate those again, real so, quick, because we're talking about the possible survivability of Quentin Beck right now.
1: What I said on the review was that when Peter, when Quentin, or yeah, when Quentin, quote unquote, dies, Peter puts on Edith and says he starts to ask if he's dead. Can't says, is what I'm seeing real? And Edith, Edith says, all the illusions are up. So there's no, like, straight... There are no vitals. He is dead. On top of the fact that when you see a bullet strike Quentin, he slumps over, and that Quentin is an illusion.
3: I was thinking about that. Uh,
2: so because, either... Yeah, I was like, we or... never, we never okay. see...
1: I Real mean, life very can get
3: or shot. like in
2: the time that we're looking at Peter fight the last drone, he switches. Like he actually gets shot and then like camouflages himself so that
1: like but he's the, also the, wearing the glasses when he uncloaks and not that's when fair. he's shot. Like there's a there's enough there for me to like say that I'm pretty sure he's not dead. On top of this, <laughs> um what? Especially, oh god, no, I was saying, especially with them setting up Sinister Six. Uh, you know, they they did Vulture first, they've set up that Scorpion exists,
2: now well, Matt Gargan exists, and now, with now that, everybody, and now now that
3: everybody knows who Peter Parker is, or rather, who Spider Man is. You know, they so could. so much for the taking one for the team at the at the end of <laughs> the, the Homecoming. Tombs,
2: yeah, Poor guy.
3: nice try, Tombs. Anyway,
2: so, so like you said, the icing on
3: the
1: cake, Jared, um, if you please.
2: Friday, we actually saw this. I saw this I know, post yeah. right While before we, we walked were into Midsummer.
1: summer yeah.
2: Um, Jake Gyllenhaal posts on Instagram a picture of him that says, "This isn't just a sexy dad outfit. It's my favorite look from Spider-Man: Far From Home." Eyeball emoji closer with a hat emoji with the hashtag wears back. And it is a picture of him sitting on set wearing like a stereotypical floral shirt, some khakis, a very, dad hat. walking yeah. the boardwalk in Myrtle Beach kind of thing. Yeah, with some, like, looks like some Sperry's. And it's him giving a thumbs up. And then there's a picture of him standing next to director John Watts with like a, whole uh-huh. kind of face. And, and John Watts, <laughs> hold, yeah, holding like a finger over his lips. And then there is a screenshot Um, that started making the rounds on Twitter after this went up. uh, Actually, from a mutual of mine, it's like uh, Old Nerdy Bastard is his Twitter handle. Um, Play on like the Old Nerdy Bastard from Tang Clan. Um, Love it. He's great. Uh, But the screenshot that he had shared uh, of Peter in the airport, is this when he gets home?
1: I think it's when he gets home. Um... Maybe.
2: Because I can't remember what he's wearing when he gets home. I read... I can't
1: I, either.
0: That looks I read, right. read it looks that right. you
1: can also find him in Venice. Uh, that he's there when Peter goes to buy the Black Dahlia
2: necklace. Huh. Oh, shit. Yo, I feel like when I saw it originally, this might be like a false memory, but like part of me went, the that guy looks it. like Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe. Like, because i know because i know going into that movie i was scanning the background looking for him because part of me was like i want to see if mysterio is hiding because like i'm going in like knowing the kind of person mysterio is part of me was just paranoid from the jump looking for him but like that could also be like a false memory trying to like find him wherever he may have been but i think this is when they get home because that's, that's English in the back. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, like... They're, they're back in America. That's like the airport when he sees Matt, regardless, or at least in England. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Leaving you know, England, I, yeah.
1: I thought that was when he walks out of the airport and says hi to May.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever he finds out that like Ned and uh, um, Betty, or Betty, or Betty broke up. The tragedy that, that
3: is. is. So...
2: But we see in the background the same floral shirt and hat and then in another frame, we see Jake Gyllenhaal's face plain as day. So... Where's Beck? What the Beck? fuck is going on? <laughs> Where's Beck? <laughs> is he... Okay. Do I... we think that this is a fun little Easter egg? Because like this, depends, this, again, has a lot to do with where in the movie this takes place. Because I'm pretty sure that's the end of the movie. I'm pretty sure it is, too. So Mysterio should be dead by now.
3: If it is the end of the movie, then he is dead by now. Quote.
2: Yeah. He got shot. So do we think this is actual setup? Or is this like a little funny egg to like drive people crazy? Apparently that
1: screenshot is in Venice.
2: Okay. Oh, it's that's in Venice.
1: Apparently. Uh, apparently it
2: is he's wearing a hoodie no he's wearing a hoodie at that scene yeah you're right is this right. the Venice
1: Never mind. you're right he is wearing a
2: hoodie in Venice Cause whenever they're in the airport like it's like whenever like they check his bag and the Italian security guard like yeah. he finds she finds a sweater suit and then goes fucking banana and gets rid yeah. of the banana yeah, yeah you're right so hey. he's wearing a hoodie in the airport in Venice
1: you're right um
3: never mind to answer your question jared i'm like getting aggressive I with you it, i'm getting like yo, aggressive in yeah. this concept let i
1: apologize even, let me look around some more
3: i find it hard to think that they would slip something in there just for like the meaner, neener factor i feel like it's deliberate and it's deliberately deliberate like if, if you're gonna slide a cameo in there as an easter egg make it freaking stephen colbert you know, yeah. don't make it the starring villain of the movie if it's not, you know, for a reason. That's just sloppy. You know, you could do that in a, in a, you know, a deleted scenes or in a, in a, you know, gag reel or something, you know, just yeah. a, extra footage. is just like, a, oh, hey, we threw this around this isn't like, just to play with you. We're going to let you see it. Yeah. This is like released in theaters in the movie. I have a really hard time believing that that wasn't done on purpose.
2: So do you think you think Mysterio is still
3: alive? I think he's alive.
1: I think he's alive.
2: Yeah? Yeah. <sighs> I
1: mean, considering I already thought that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, but but also you like, guys didn't see, like, the aggressive dab aggressive that happened. Dabbing. But
1: also, like, it just... Marvel has such a problem with killing off their villains before they've had time to really do anything. Yeah. Like, with the exception of Loki, I can't think of And and, Zemo. And Zemo, yeah. I can't think of a single villain. Technically Thanos and Infinity War. Technically Thanos and then technically Red (laughs) Skull right? Yeah. I can't think of any
3: other villains. Red Skull doesn't so much come back as a villain, no. But I he would, survives. Like,
1: yeah, he makes people it don't out alive. He does come back yet, either. Then we see him alive. again, yeah. Um, and Vulture, of course. But they keep Vulture around because building out Spider-Man's rogue gallery just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, because Which you, is why because I think... Because you can't possibly
3: alive. have more than one Spider-Man movie without setting up a Sinister Six movie. And,
1: like... It just makes sense to keep Spider-Man's rogue gallery intact while you can. He's one of the leading members
3: of the franchise at this point. Because
2: well, that's what surprised I mean, me about seeing... You need to
3: keep the, the options open for Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, because yeah. Mysterio catching a bullet surprised the shit out of me. Because I thought this was going to be like, you know, Fury comes in. But we didn't know Fury was a fucking scroll yet either. Whenever, he gets sh- whenever um, Beck gets shot. But I really thought they were going to lock Quentin Beck up. And it was, like, they were going to, like, throw him on the raft or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. he would be on lockup with the Vulture and Scorpion. And well, they're not on the raft. But, like, yeah, you know, find some way for them to cross paths. And that just really surprised me that he was shot. Fatally. Seemingly fatally. You know? Um, Surprise. I I really don't know what to do with this. Assuming this is the end of the movie... And assuming that they are making a big deal about it the way that they are on social media I think Mysterio might actually be alive still. And that like and that's the other thing is like again when like social media whenever directors and filmmakers and artists and shit like that like make these kinds of posts and suggestions there's so much context you have to parse through now. Okay does he mean like where's back as in he's alive, now where do you think he is? Or is it, like, where's Beck, Is in, like, where's Waldo? Yeah. I might be in the yeah. movie in other places. Like, can you find all the times that Quentin Beck is kicking around? Like, there's a lot to chew on here. Like, do you... What, did you do you think... Like, granted, you guys said, agreed, like, you both think he's alive still. Do, do you think that, like, where's Beck means... Is... Well, I think he's it's out there. Where do you think he is? Or do you think it's Where's Waldo? I think it's a Where's Waldo thing. Or is both it both? Thing. Probably. I mean,
1: it could be both. But I think primarily it's a Where's Waldo thing because he's in the movie in that outfit. You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't referencing, like, I'm wearing this outfit in the movie. Can you find it? Like, then I'd be 100%. It means he's out in MCU land somewhere. But I think in this case, it just means, like, hey, I'm in the film in places you didn't realize. Can you find me? Which, Do
2: you think there's more than this one? Like, allegedly, there's this and then Venice.
1: Yeah. Every, so everything I've looked at has said those screenshots are from Venice, but I have to agree with you that I don't
2: think that that's right. Well, because, like, not at least not in the airport. And that looks like he's in the airport
1: there. I know. Like, and that's that, my thing. Is that The like, problem is we don't have any, like, I don't want to go to the theater just to <laughs> just pay another $11 is. just to
2: be like, wait! wait yeah. There he is. Well, because, like... No, he's wearing a shirt. He's wearing a blue shirt that has text on it in Venice. I think he's wearing a blue shirt in Venice. Uh, like he's wearing a button up. But he has a blue shirt yeah, on in yeah. Venice. And again, in the airport in Italy, he's wearing a hoodie. That's my thing. Is I don't think he's not wearing a hoodie whenever Hydra Man attacks. But he's... Let me see the screenshot again.
1: it's uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so hard to tell that is venice that is venice yes
0: where
2: just like he's wearing the same that's what i was saying like that's the same button up okay
3: maybe he's just out of clean clothes or it happened his
1: clothes change
3: Oh, scenes. this is so
2: complicated. Yeah,
1: his clothes change because when he's talking to MJ right before the attack, you're right. He's wearing a different button-up with a shirt that has text on it. But in but when they're in um, St. Marco Square, he's wearing that outfit right before he leaves to get <sighs> the necklace. So
0: confusing.
2: Why is there English text behind him? Because that I looks mean, like an Europe. airport. It's Europe. No, but like... In Venice... I'm saying the airport doesn't look like that in Venice. That's my issue. Is it like... He's... that looks like he's in an airport and the airport in Venice was more orange looking and he was wearing a hoodie in that airport.
1: Okay, that's that's definitely... That is definitely from Venice. That's definitely... Because like, here's the shot of him. I don't think it is. Oh my
2: god. It's like Jedi Kylo. Send that to me, please.
1: Um... That's the shot of him right after he like collects himself when he gets hit by Hydro Man, and he's wearing the same outfit.
2: Hydro okay. Man. So okay, yeah, Hydra-Man. okay. That's the that's what I was gonna do was pull up the trailer. So he's wearing that during the Hydro Man fight,
1: which is the same day he. It's the same within like a couple hours of him buying the necklace. Yeah, because he buys the necklace, runs into MJ, they chat,
3: <laughs> Hydro
1: Man attacks. <laughs> When
3: you yeah, realize he Captain
1: that. America's suit doesn't have 50 stars, so he's actually Captain
3: Puerto Rico.
2: <laughs> nice. That's funny. Okay, so this is the outfit from Venice. Where? When does that happen?
1: It's when he's... No, I, I remember. He's watching and he's looking at MJ. And he like cracks a smile and he turns around and then he ends up at the glass shop.
2: I know, but I'm saying like where he is in this screenshot. Yes, I'm pretty. What is that building though?
1: I know it. It's so weird. Without seeing the movie again, I feel like it's not right. <sighs> but at the same time,
2: I don't know. Well, I'm gonna steal your thing real quick for a second. Go ahead. Like and subscribe to figure out where the fuck Mysterio is. Yeah, like <laughs> it. Yeah, make sure you hit it up <laughs> like I and was looking. For I was trying spec. to think
3: of one. I was trying to think of one for this episode, but yeah, like and subscribe if you know where in the world Mysterio slash Beck is. So hit us up. Let us know what you think.
2: I don't know, man. Oh, this is so, this is so fishy. I feel like there's more going on here. I don't know. We'll see as time goes on. Maybe Mysterio is alive. Maybe he's not. We'll find out. But until then, I think that's all we have for today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you laughing at?
3: Dude. A Gather us. around, boys. Gather around.
1: Ready?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so
3: for those of you who can't see, it's like a video of this kid at the beach, like this four-year-old kid who like watch walks up to a gigantic <laughs> crater in the sand and he like jumps down into it and then it immediately Transitions so to Obi Wan <laughs> dropping into the hangar on Utapal. He's like, "Hello there." So anyway. So yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. Where's Beck? Uh, Jared, where
2: can the people find you? The lovely people can find, find me you on Twitter and Instagram where at, can dark-
0: they find you? <laughs>
2: at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two. <laughs> Be sure to follow my cosplay group that Spencer and I are in, New Regime Cosplay then be sure to like and follow the Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Travis, where can the lovely people at home find you? Oh, they can find oh, me fuck's
1: fuck's on, <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> I at Travis stop. Political. I Spencer, stop. where can the people find you?
3: You can find me uh, at Spence Man Cosplays on Instagram. If you didn't already, check out the pics that I posted from my weekend reenactment and if you did see that check again because i posted another video <laughs> of me dying which is pretty cool yeah uh
2: so, yeah. yeah this and this time we don't have to uh, maybe jinx your possible crucifixion with uh, macbeth crucifixion i know like <laughs> i got tongue tied you're
3: the crucifixion
2: <laughs> just to get a crucifixion girl oh no
3: me's gonna hang
2: myself
1: Misa i have no friends <laughs>
3: Good point that's about a Judas
2: Scarey. No, more bad problem. Um, <laughs> I hate that I can do that. I hate that you that's just said. said
3: Judas Scary in Jar our voice. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: That'll be my next uh, impression challenge, Michael. All right, make him come let's to my stop, territory. Let's stop. On that
3: topic, um, make sure you check out episode sixty-six of Do Back Discussion. We are celebrating episode sixty-six with a showdown between Mike Doling and Jared, who can do the best Darth Sidious voice. Uh, we won't spoil for you uh, what what the outcome of that was, so you'll have to watch the, the episode and check it out.
2: Shut up. This episode hey, needs fast. to end my, my, That's the bad problem. I gotta plug
3: the so, other shows. Thank, you, you. thank, you. thank other shows. you so much for watching. And make sure you
2: listen to all the other podcasts. Okay, you do the plugs then. You do all the right. plugs yeah, then. I don't
3: remember all of them. I'll try my best. All right. So uh, make sure you check out um, the Do Back Discussion podcast with some news coming up this week, possibly from San Diego. And also check out episode 66 for the uh, Darth Sidious off. Uh, <laughs> make sure you also check out the Goremore podcast for all kinds of awesome horror flicks and, and special guests. Uh Please do check in also to Jerk the Curtain, or as I like to call it, Kirk the Jertain. Oh, just Just to throw Jared <laughs> off every time. And also uh, Down the Rabbit Hole, uh, which are two fabulous uh, podcasts that are uh, in their infancy. I'm and wondering. there's one more. Uh, come on now. There's one more. It can't be. Oh, yeah. It's a musical I, and I, I, a day I, of
0: the week.
3: I know what it is. I'm giving you a hint. It's a musical um, and, a, and a
2: day of the week. Um... A Manic Monday. Not quite. No. Um, musical. Like a, a whole musical. ass show. A whole ass One show. One word title
1: of a musical.
3: Well, that really narrows it down. <laughs> We've also... only got Wicked, Oklahoma, Titanic, Godspell, Need I Go On.
2: <laughs> no, you actually didn't have to.
3: Fame.
2: It's a Wicked Wednesday.
3: Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that <was> Wicked, wicked. <laughs> That's exactly the one I'm trying to make you say. <laughs> wow.
3: Oh, so yeah, check out Wicked Wednesday. I have Tell no idea which the, one that is. That's
2: brand new. Like it's only like two weeks, two or three weeks All right. old. So. Alright, it is it is still
3: teething, so check out Wicked Wednesday. <laughs> and until next time coming from your uh three hosts of Hall of Heroes. Um Don't say anything. We'll catch you at the same bat time, same bat channel. We love you, 3,000. That's 1,000 for all three of us. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Well done. Thank you. Good work. Peace, boys and girls. That's enough. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take LastNight.com, pick up your tickets, and have a good day. Leaping Lizards, it's an interesting cover. It was a good time, and I hope you guys enjoy it.